sound is speeding with the ISO blown out. Let's try, guys. This week, Drew. This week is for. This is for April seven. No, what is it? May. Holy fuck, May seven. <laughs> May seven, twenty twenty. Jesus. I don't even know what month it is, or what day it is, or what time it is, or what my lunch is. Yo, cause I'm a quarantine kid. Uh, it's gonna... Hey, welcome. This is the yelling of the show. <laughs> Thank you for watching. This is this week with Drew for uh, May 7th, 2020. Are you feeling all right? What's going on? Are you feeling okay? I'm feeling okay. I'm uh, I cooked the I am I cooked the duck. Um, but we'll get into that later. Thank you so much for listening or watching. A lot of people have been listening during the fucking pandemic. I've been seeing a boost in the numbers. So thank you to all the new listeners. If I've retained some of the people from the that I recruited. Uh, to the Drew Crew before the pandemic started, then thank you for continuing to listen and welcome. And uh, yeah, I uh, oh yes, uh, right off the top, I want to shout out our sponsor, KingTutsCannabis.com. Shwingity doo shwingity day. King Tuts got that dope for today. Um, yeah, I got a big order coming in. I got some GGC coming in. God's green crack, much better than God's white crack, uh, coming in. And uh, yeah. oh yeah, you could use my promo code. That's why I brought this up because I have a promo code. I am a guy who has a promo code. <laughs> Does that mean that this podcast is legit? I got a fucking promo code, and it's my own name. So you can use the promo code Drew. At kingtutscannabis.com and you will get 10% off your order, which on a $100 ounce is 10 bucks off. Shipping is 20 bucks. So there you go. There's half your shipping. If you buy two ounces, that's free shipping. $200 ounces and they're fucking decent, bro. They're trips. You know, I like fucking, I'm not a, I can't smoke fucking the hyper kush all fucking day long. I want like a nice trips. And that's what King Tuts is giving you, bro. Like a solid, like much better than high school weed, but not crazy fucking 2020 science weed. You know, just the, the weed that's much better than high school weed. And that's what you want. <laughs> that's what I want, at least, man. Fuck, I don't want no fucking crazy ass. Like, I like it sometimes, smoking, but like, I can't be like Natish and just smoke. My buddy Natish just smokes quads, nine blunts of fucking quads all day. And it's like, I just can't. <laughs> Like, I couldn't function. Or maybe I would. I guess I would get used to it, man. We used to smoke, like, nine blunts a day. But it was of, like, shitty high school fucking weed. Anyways, <laughs> this is still the advertisement for King Tuts. Uh, go to kingtutscanvas.com. Use the promo code Drew. There you go. And shout out to our motherfucking patrons. Um, so, I, I cooked a duck yesterday. Um, I bought a duck. There's uh, lots of ducks. There was lots of ducks. There was a duck sale at the grocery store in my neighborhood. Or not in my in my old neighborhood. I started going to my old grocery store in Parkdale in the Custy. Because I used to live in like Parkdale is like a super Custy neighborhood. And I honestly liked it. I like Custiness. <laughs> I feel like Bane from from uh ba batman movie like <laughs> i was born in the custiness molded by it 
<laughs> not saying that like obviously like I didn't want like you know I was never a custy or like nobody in my family was a custy but like the neighborhood there was custiness around man and you had to like watch out there was a prostitute that lived on the corner skinny legs 58 to 118 that was her fucking corner bro she worked that corner for like a decade Norma Jean man I wonder if she's still around man the fucking leather vag warrior that's <laughs> So my buddy Brett called her and she was just out there grinding, man. So I liked Parkdale because not because there was like, there wasn't really too much prostitution. If there was, it was like some low grade, like that, (laughs) like just intercusty prostitution, (laughs) fucking intercusty prostitution. But there was like custiness, and I liked it. And then, and then the grocery store is a Freshco because Ontario has these Freshcos, and they're nice. They're like it's like a cheap grocery store, but the the value is very good because the fucking produce is nice. They don't have very good meat selection at deli. You got to go to the metro across the street for that, but that's fine because it's right across the street. So I've been driving. Why the fuck am I even talking about? <laughs> oh, because I got a duck. And the duck was on sale. Oh, yeah, it's a custiness. And it's also Little Tibet. This is why I was bringing it up because it's a custy neighborhood. So they they can't have a fucking fancy-ass grocery store there. So they got a nice fresh lot of fresh coal. And then it's like a Little Tibet or Little – yeah, Little Tibet. So there's a lot of Tibetan people and a lot of, like, Asian culture around there. So they always got, like, ducks and a bunch of, like, Asian shit, man. Because, you know, at, like, the white guy grocery store, you're not going to see, like, a full duck, like, too often. But this one, they had so many ducks. <laughs> they were on sale. I got a whole duck for 10 bucks, bro. So I fucking – I was like, yo, fucking A. I've never cooked a whole duck. So I bought a whole duck. And I had it in the freezer for like two weeks and then I finally pulled it out of the freezer and I let it thaw. And then I watched a couple of videos on how to butcher a duck, you know, and I made sure I was watching French guys because the French guys fucking started eating ducks <laughs> and Chinese people. The French people and the Chinese people were the two cultures that fucking ate ducks. <coughs> but I don't know what's weirder, a duck or a chicken. I guess they're both fucking weird. To eat anything that looks like that is weird and like pluck the feathers off. Anyways, the head was in there, tucked in. I don't know why they kept the head. There was no beak, but they kept the head. And I didn't even know until way later. Because <laughs> I watched, I took off the breast on one side. I took off the breast. Or No, sorry. I started, I took off the legs. And I took off the legs on one side, took off the legs on the other side, got rid of all the skin on the bottom, took off the breast on one side, took off the breast on the other side, took off the wings, the little fucking wings. And then uh, and then you had the carcass, right? And then I fucking, once I saw that, I was like, yo, is that a head? <laughs> and it was. And I was like, damn. Because I was roasting the bones for fucking chicken stock. So I had to cut off the, or for duck stock. So I had to cut off the head. Ah, but I was like, yo, fuck that. If I'm going to be butchering up this, uh, you know, this duck, then I should be able to look at it in, in its eyes. <laughs> Everybody wants to eat the fucking burger, but nobody wants to kill the cow. But I was like, I'm going to be one of those guys that has the ability to look at the duck. I mean, it's already dead and it was frozen in a fucking plastic bag. It's not like I went out and shot it and fucking took the feathers off. I think that would freak me out. How do you even get the feathers off a duck? How do you get him off a bird? 
<laughs> that's something I got to look into. These are the sort of answers that you need in preparation for the apocalypse, man. You got to know shit like how, what's the pH levels of soils necessary for growing certain crops. How do you get the feathers off a chicken? Shit like that that you don't know right now that would probably come in handy in the event of an apocalypse. <laughs> There's a bunch of fucking people in Toronto just camping right now. I go on a jog. I've been jogging 4K. I thought it was 5K, but court mapped the route. It's 4K. I've been jogging 4K every morning. And uh, there's a bunch of people I go along the water and there's a bunch of fucking like custiness like with tents and shit like that all along the water and they've been there for weeks and nobody's doing anything. These guys are just urban camping on the water. They got like they got like line. They got <laughs> there's music like they're having a fucking blast. Dude, they got their tents. It's like a little there's like five, six, seven tents and there's a bunch of different encampments i know they obviously don't want to be there you know like in their custiness they obviously would rather be in a house but that being said man like if even what if you don't because i know i grew up in the fucking crust punk scene with rail punks and fucking you know like these guys that's awesome for them they got their dogs and they got their fucking little tent and all they really need to go is fly a sign for a couple hours make like 40 bucks go to liquor store you know they that's how they live and then they just fucking you know, you live on car cheap carbs and just get fucked up every day. And as long as you got enough money for pizza and smokes and enough money to feed your dog the crust of your pizza and then another vest to, f to fucking patch to sew into your vest, then you're fucking good to go, man. You use the Wi-Fi of the McDonald's and, you know, get a cheap-ass fucking phone. I'm honestly considering just transitioning to urban camping. <laughs> See, there's no overhead. You just fucking use the land. You live off the fucking resources available to you. <laughs> fucking Irving camping. So I bought a fucking duck is what I'm trying to say. And, <laughs> and last night I cooked the breast inside down on a cold pan. And I let it with the salt and pepper. And I made some crispy duck fat, new potatoes and some asparagus with a fucking mousseline. And then I made like a blood orange uh, reduction, spicy blood orange sauce for the duck breast. And it was fucking nice. And, <laughs> and uh, mousseline is nice because it's like a fucking, you're getting the hollandaise, but it's a little fucking lighter. I wish I had a piping bag. I would have fucking piped it into like nice little things and laid the duck breast there. But I just fucking put it on like meat and potatoes because who the fuck, who gives a fuck? I'm not an Instagram chef, but I am an Instagram baker. I don't know. I'm going to say this one time on this podcast, but I got a secret bread account. It's FWSY underscore bread. And it's and FWSY means flour, water, salt, yeast. And everyone in the bread community would actually get that. Um... <laughs> Cause like there's an influx of fucking home bakers now, obviously. And I've been a home baker for like two years. I've been baking sourdough for coming up on two years. And, uh, you know, I feel like I kind of, I'm ahead of the curve a little bit on these new bakers and there's going to be a whole fuck ton of new accounts coming out here of, of just like, oh, I'm just a, yeah. <laughs> so I'm just trying to pretend I haven't posted any information about myself. So I'm trying to make like format my posts so that people look, think I'm like some like 35 year old, like, like mom with like two kids, like under the age of six. <laughs> <laughs> who's just who's got time to find herself and found herself through bread 
That's why I'm trying to fucking play it up, man. And, and it's worked, man. I got like fucking 300 followers on my bread account. So if you guys want to follow, it's FWSY underscore bread. Flour, water, salt, yeast underscore bread. <laughs> and I got some, I'm busting out this camera using the fucking portrait lens, taking nice shots of these loaves, editing them out, blowing them up um, with the editing on Instagram. It's nice. I cooked duck. Uh, secret bread guy. I'm a secret bread guy. A lot of businesses are fucking going out of business. That's stupid, man. Terry, I can hear you clapping. But a bunch of fucking businesses are going out of business. I went to Kensington Market to buy some salt for the duck. And I had to go see my buddy, uh, Car- all, all, the, all my dudes at Carlos House of Spice. Shout out Carlos House of Spice. If you're ever in, in Kensington Market, go to Carlos House of Spice. It's the best fucking place. Not, nothing will level you up more than just walking around that place and being like, holy fuck, there's a lot of ingredients that I'm not using. <laughs> so you just buy them and you're like, what the fuck can I do with star anise? And then you smell it and you're like, well, that smells like black licorice. I don't like that, but I'm going to try to figure it out. Um... So, and there's a whole bunch of fucking cool businesses, like Ronnie's uh, Local 609 is, was, is like a Kensington Market bar, just boarded up. Uh, right next to that is a is a wicked-ass guitar fucking shop. What the fuck is the name of it? How can I not? Paul's Boutique is like a cool-ass, like, vintage synth, and, like, they got a bunch of old, cool, nice guitars and cool pedals and a bunch of cool shit, and they're boarded up now, and, like, I don't know, man. It's just a fucking goddamn... It just sucks, dude. Like, these places shouldn't... Like, how come everyone... The only people who are not immune to this are the fucking banks, man? Because people are like, oh, like, the landlords are like, well, fuck, I gotta pay this lease. I got You gotta pay your lease because I gotta fucking pay the bank on the loan that I took out to have... To own this fucking place. And then... it's cause So the fucking landlords are getting squeezed by the banks and the leaseholders are getting squeezed by the landlords, but the landlords have no fucking way to make money because the businesses are closed. So the, the, the fucking businesses get shut down and then the fucking landlord... Because they're not getting rent, so they're like, fuck you, man, you're out of here. But now in this climate, who's going to start a new business right now in this fucking climate? So these, these leaseholders now just have to eat this fucking anyways. And it's because the banks are just fucking squeezing. How come the banks are the only ones immune to this fucking shit, man? Why can't we just be like, yo, pause. All these fucking commercial leases are just paused for three months and we'll just add three months on to the end of the lease at the end. Like, fuck you. It's fucking stupid, man. And these bankers, they go, they're giving you, oh, you know what the break is for mortgage people? Is that you you get a break right now, but you're paying a 17% penalty on that month when you pay it back. So they're actually profiting off this. How is that even conscionable right now? And, every, and nobody fucking talks about that because that's just the fucking way it is because they got the purse strings and everyone's like, well, it's the fucking bank, you know? And why is why the fuck should anybody be making 17% off this horrendous, horrible fucking thing that's happened and that everybody else in the world has to go through this except for the banks who get to end up on on the plus side of this when this is all fucking said and done
looking kill all the bankers take their greedy fucking hands and shove them on a pole 